Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welkie Customs Brokers USA. Damon is a licensed US customs broker and certified customs specialist with more than 18 years experience in the import, export, customs transportation and logistics sectors. Each month, Trade Secrets will bring you guests in the industry to provide their insights on timely trade issues to give you an advantage in international trade. So now, let's talk trade. Welcome to the podcast, Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welky Custom Brokers USA. Today we have a guest uh, from, from all the way from Mexico. We have Carlos Menendez, and he is from a company called Grupo Orman. And uh, Carlos and I have sat on a couple seminars together, a couple uh, uh, panels, and we wanted to get his insights and learn some more information about what his company does and how they can help. Um, Carlos, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Damon, thank you so much for, for having me. Also, Gary, it's, it's a pleasure for, for being here with you and to talk about a little bit about what we do in, in our company. Yeah, so tell us about your company, give us your background, let us know what you do, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about trade in here somewhere. <laughs> yes, totally. So what we have done in, in all the years, I mean, my, my background, I used to work for the Mexican embassy in Washington, D.C. for two years and a half. And uh, I did all the NAFTA agreements. I was an analyze uh, guy over there. And, and uh, oh, nice. yeah, uh, and, and we, we were like reforming NAFTA with Obama's administration, uh, but I was in the, in the Mexican side, you know. And what we discovered is like there are new products and new tendencies uh, around the, the world and what what we have wasn't um, the best practice for the agreement. So let's say when the agreement was signed, um, we didn't have iPhones or, or that kind of stuff. So right. that's something that we needed to put on the tariffs and the um, regulations that, that we needed to address between the countries. So I was there. Then... Um, I started to study uh, political management in GW. Then I, I I didn't finish, and then I came back to 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 Mexico. I started the the, the World Trade Center in, in in Querétaro and in Cancun. Uh, we built um, a building over there and started. Nice. Yeah, it was it was a, a a good experience, quite quite an experience to to be able to do that. Um, to get the funding and to the structure, I was only 24 years old. Wow! Wow! Um, when we when we started that, and uh, I mean, I, I stayed there for for six years. I I, I made a a co working space in, on the real estate sector, but all my contacts and all my 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 thrive was to bring companies to to Mexico, right? So right now I brought a, a great company that is called M3 Storage, where uh, what we do is to, to, to build mini boxes and self-storage okay. with technology. So we, we, we have this system 
and by the app where you can open and close the doors between between um, between the app so you don't need to have your lock or anything it's only automatically so you can open the door to your wife or your kids of, of the storage without you being there nice so so what we have done with with the with all my experience is to bring companies to to Mexico and recently uh, with the World Trade Center um, a lot of friends have asked me to if if I can help them out to to get the suppliers for for them and mm -hmm. I mean I'm doing that as a uh, as to help to my friends and uh, kind of like a side gig you know sure and sure and it's been good. I mean, uh, right now we are helping a, a friend of mine to get uh, shoes uh, for for cycling shoes. We're also helping people to get some coffee. And uh, uh, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> coffee. Yes. <laughs> and, I, uh, uh, we're, we're actually going to Coffee Fest this weekend. We'll be exhibiting at Coffee Fest in New York City. So yeah, uh, you told me though. Yeah, yeah. And the next one's in Chicago, which is coming up. So I'll have to give you the information on that one. But yeah, Coffee Fest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and so tell me some of the some of the hurdles that you help these companies overcome to get into the, the market in Mexico or to find those suppliers in Mexico. I, I think for it's, our list. It's something that it's um, very challenging because it's the route to market uh, to make it happen. So, I mean, what, what, what I've been helping my friends for, it's uh, to understand the legal assessment, to, to be able to export their goods. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that was something that I did um, for a long time in, when I was in the Mexican embassy. But, uh, but I mean, I still know how to do it. So yeah. I, I've been helping them out to, to do that. So the hustles that you have, First is the regulations and the yeah. tariffs and and within the regulations you need to I mean if we are talking about the, the food sector, the food industry, I mean you have to have the FDA, the USDA organic, global gap, uh, Primus Lab. I mean there there are a lot of reg, uh, organizations or certifications that that help you out to to be able to export. And also, after you have that, you also need your dunce number that I didn't know what does that mean. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's something. Yeah. yeah uh, so the dunce number that was uh, so that's all for the FDA with the um, the FSVP foreign supplier verification program. Yes, causing a big headache in the the food industry right now so we definitely know about that and um we we help on the u.s side obviously with those import regulations and i called you for one of our clients you gave us a contact at the time it was a while back but they were trying to get coffee out of mexico to the united states and there was all these export regulations and it took him i think it, he Six was working <laughs> yes six months to get it going what can you drill down on that a little bit tell our listeners what you know kind of what those hurdles are on the export side from mexico yes so so mm -hmm. yeah i mean you're I, you're bringing back memories for me uh, when i was in the world trade center it was amazing <laughs> about the, the how the process 
to be able to get all these certifications and to understand what type of coffee, if it was green, if it was roasted, if it was uh, for certain um, quantity, if, if we needed to have a, a origin certificate, mm -hmm. because with that you can put on your labeling if it's Mexican or it's a, or it's a mix. So yeah. there were a lot of regulations within the coffee industry and it's a very fight market, you know, like a lot of people wants to be on that market. So, yeah. so for us was a great experience to understand how the tariffs were, um, the non-regulations tariffs and, yeah. um, and to be able to, to do the processing and, the, the uh, how to say the, the customs in Mexico, mm -hmm. make it more difficult to, to be able to export. So yeah. we needed to, to understand how to get to the customs guy and tell them what were we trying to do. So after that, uh, we will be able to help other companies um, to export tortillas. That's something that we are doing right now. Nice. And, um, and also to export uh, plastic, uh, no, um, not plastic, but uh, paper, paper cups. Oh, nice. For, for a company in, in Mexico that they want to export. So they already produce here in Mexico for Coca-Cola and um, Starbucks and 7-Eleven here in Mexico. So what we were trying to do is to expand their business in the US. Great, great. And and we're actually, uh, being in New York, uh, New York State is, is passing a lot of legislation in the state to eliminate plastic products in restaurants, plastic bags. So this is a great market for them uh, to come into. It is, so, it is. So maybe I can just connect you with them and maybe you can you can do something about that. Yeah, know? definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So tell us anything else you, you, you've experienced that you think someone who's looking to get into uh, either sending stuff down to Mexico or bringing product out of Mexico that you know, kind of a, a little hint that would help them out with that whole process. Of course. I mean, right now, what the tendencies are is that the exports from China, they are taking around three to four months to get to the U.S. So my best recommendation is to look for your first neighbors, either way, Canada or Mexico, because the change of order that you can do if you want the, the red cup and they send it blue from China, it's like three months process. But in here in Mexico, it could be turned, or in Canada, it turned for one week, yeah. two weeks. And they can change it fast and be quicker. And it's all uh, by, by land, you know, by truck. So mm -hmm. the, first, the first recommendation is if you have suppliers from China or other places, I suggest you to seek for Mexico or Canada for suppliers. That's something that we can we can help you out with. And uh, with that, you will lower your costs. And before that, if you're buying right from Mexico to, to export to the US, but if you want to buy, if you want to enter to the Mexican market, um, you will first to do like this uh, market study to understand if, if your product has the same um, value here in Mexico. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's something that we, we, we need to focus on about the value that people can buy the purchase uh, acquisition or you know, the purchase parity acquisition that the people sure. can have. Great. And and obviously uh, USMCA 
uh, helps, you know, we reduce those tariffs through that program, making sure that the product qualifies that before you send it is always a good idea. Um, but Carlos, tell us how we can get in touch with you. Uh, if the listeners are interested, what's the best way to get in touch with you to to, to use your services? Yes, I mean, we, we can, you can actually send me an email or like Carlos, U-R-M-E-N at Gmail or by Twitter at Carlos U-R-M-E-N. Maybe that will be easier for everybody uh, to get me there. So, so yeah, that's how you can get in touch. And when we, when we post the podcast, we'll put those in the, in the listing, how to get in touch with you there. Um, And we're, we're just about at time here. So uh, any, any last minute words of advice for somebody who's going back and forth or going to dip their toe in the water for the first time with international trade? Mexico, make Mexico great again. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, Carlos, thank you so much. Again, if you're looking to get into the Mexican market, if you're looking to find a supplier in Mexico, Carlos is the guy to talk to. Uh, We obviously help out on the import side into the U.S. so we could help with those regulations. Um, Carlos, wonderful having you on the podcast today. Uh, thank you again for the time and uh, we will post the the link and the email and we'll go from there. Um, if you do have any questions for the podcast or you'd like a topic discussed, uh, please feel free to reach out to me at Damon, D-A-M-O-N at Welke, W-E-L-K-E, USA.com. This has been Trade Secrets, the podcast hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welke Customs Brokers USA. Thank you for listening.